T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, we are joined by Daryl Strawberry. You may have heard of him, one of the great big leaguers of all time. He'll be in Wichita tomorrow, Eastminster Church, uh, to talk about his life and times, uh, his inspirational and uh, really uplifting speech about uh, his redemption. Daryl, welcome. How are you? Um, doing great, Bob. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, coming on. We've had you on before when you were in Wichita before. This is obviously a great a message that you give out. Tell our audience a little bit about it, and uh, those who may not remember uh, your time in the big leagues, uh, your uh, how you ended up becoming a motivational speaker. Well, I think um, things happen in people's life, and you know I was no different. Just because I played major league baseball, you know everybody thinks you should have it all together. Um, I had a broken life. Um, ended up in addiction, ended up in Florida State Prison with a T17169. Um, just ended up in a down spiral of life, and everybody thought it was over for me. And then I came to a place of uh, receiving my faith and, and walking in my faith with the Lord. And I became an evangelist, and I started traveling the country uh, about 270 times a year. I've been preaching for about 16 years now. Um, and it's just been an amazing run. It's been a greater run than baseball. Um, even though I had a great baseball career, um, that comes and goes. But this life of faith, it does not come and go. Unless it, it only go away if you walk away from it. And I've stayed with it, and I've been able to do some incredible things. Yes, I've been here before. I think I did an FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes uh, before here. Um, and now I'm back uh, for tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a sit-down conversation with a gentleman by the name of Chad, I believe, and and we're going to talk about uh, my story, my rescue, redeem, and restored story, and how did I get to this place? So, Daryl, on on a journey like this, on on your journey, how much forgiveness do you have to have for yourself? Because I'm sure it wasn't, you know, one day uh, I'm down and the next day I'm great. I'm sure there were peaks and valleys, stumbles along the way. So when those happen. 
How do you approach those? And what is the importance of kind of just forgiving yourself for, you know, occasional slip ups as you're working to get where you are? I think it's, I think what's important is not only just forgiving yourself, but also forgiving others too. I think if you never get to the place of forgiving others, you're still not well on the inside. And I had to go through that process to be able to forgive my father. I would eventually end up forgiving my father in a hospital and I would end up leading my father to the Lord. So that was a big thing there in my life because my father had rejected us and left us for dead. Um, and there it was, God had changed me and he sent me back to extend the same grace that he had given me to my father. And he would eventually, I would eventually lead him to the Lord and he would end up passing away six months later. So the forgiveness of my, for myself was, not just only for me, but I had to do another part. And I think a lot of times in life, people don't do those parts, and they wonder why they're still not well. Ever since I had done that with my father many years ago, uh, my life has never been the same. I've been so well. I've been an uphill uh, run. It's never looked back because I never had to look back at that situation again. I was hurting for a very long time, you know, as a kid and as a Major League Baseball player because of the rejection. And once I got to that understanding that I had to extend that, it set me free forever. So I've been able to enjoy life at a whole different level than I ever could imagine because I couldn't imagine myself being free on the inside. But now I live the free life on the inside. So now I get to help others and share this with others and bring hope to others. And so they could probably extend some type of forgiveness that they need to extend to somebody else, too. Um, to be able to let themselves um, experience the freedom. Daryl Strawberry, our guest, former National League Rookie of the Year, eight-time All-Star, four-time World Series champion. And in and, and this story, you mentioned that this, uh, this phase of your life is more meaningful to you than your baseball life in, in many ways. But your baseball life was remarkable. And I, I, would, I would like you, Daryl, just to talk about the 1986 Mets. I think that's one of the most famous teams in Major League Baseball history. Certainly one of the most eclectic and interesting cast of characters that ever has performed on the same team. Uh, do you keep in touch with a lot of those guys? Because that was a combustible group in many ways. It was a great group. It was the best group of guys I ever have been around on, on any type of team sports playing together that you know, really truly cared about winning and, you know, cared about each other regardless of in-house fighting or whatever it was. When it came down to us being a group of guys together, I have never experienced that in my life. Of course, I ended up playing on some great teams later, but never experienced a group that really bond together like that and just kind of knew um, that we had opportunity to win. I think going into that season at the beginning of spring training, our manager was Davey Johnson and, um, he just kind of made a voice opinion in spring training that we were going to win it all. We just kind of looked around at each other and thought, yeah, we're going to win it all. And it wasn't easy. It's never easy to win it all, but we never gave up. We could be behind any game and we can always come back. That's the kind of group of guys that we had on that team. It was a fun group of guys, um, outgoing group of guys, uh, great personalities. And sometimes that's what it takes, you know, when you play in New York um, to be able to have that. Back in the 80s, we different and what it is now, you know, the personalities of the players that we had are very loud and 
you know, what people say we were flashy, but we wasn't flashy. They said we were cocky. No, we were very confident in ourselves. That's I need to make that statement clear. We were a very confident group of guys and understood the importance of winning ball games and not letting anybody put their foot on our neck. We was not going to tolerate that. We experienced that the year before in 1985 when the Cardinals beat us. In 84, we, the Cubs beat us. But when we came into 86, we realized that we were good enough. We had every every piece in place to be able to conquer what we needed to conquer. So what was it like for you personally to have as much success as you had as a young person coming up at 21, winning rookie of the year? You're playing in New York. Obviously, there's limelight and attention there. Uh, professionally, you handled it extremely well because you didn't really have – I mean, first nine years of your career were all great. So professionally, you handled it well. What was it like for you personally uh, as someone, you know, you travel uh, from L.A., your home, to New York? And just what was that experience like for you? Well, I think the experience was being able to make the adjustment to play in New York City. You know, the expectations, the limelight, um, don't get, like, lined up into it. Remember, you're a baseball player, and the action takes place on the field. So I was very talented and understood the game of baseball, and I was not a person of, of fear. And what I'm talking about, I wasn't afraid to have some failure because you're going to have some failure. If that's part of it, to be able to be successful and if you can experience that and understand that and don't get too down and don't get too high, um, you stay at the level of knowing your ability to play the game. So I was one of those guys who knew my ability to play the game. I was a baseball player when I stepped on the field. I knew I was the best player on the field. I always told myself that. I never put extra pressure on myself to try to believe I was good. I knew the fact that I was good and I wasn't afraid. And when I learned that I wasn't afraid, I really understood the game better. So I think that that's what really allowed me to be successful at it, being able to watch the game from the field, watch the game. You don't, I didn't study film or anything like that and always go back and look at, you know, what, where my mistakes are. I knew what my mistakes were and I knew how to correct them. I would go and, you know, constantly work on them, you know, when I got to the ballpark early and then it would pay off in the game. So those were the things that I learned about the game and that's what elevated my game to the next level of playing in New York City. Daryl Strawberry, I guess, he'll be at Eastminster Church tomorrow, 7 o'clock, uh, part of their uh, new Wichita Christian Forum. Uh, he'll be speaking about uh, his story of redemption. Of course, uh, one of the most successful big leaguers uh, that we've had. So your your career ended, and you had some time to, to think about it. And the last few years of your career were fraught with injuries. You didn't get on the field as much as I'm sure you would have liked. You're a guy that, uh, my goodness, you had 335 career home runs, but most of those were hit in your 20s. Do you ever think about what could have been in your baseball career, or is that not a good thing to think about and you've just kind of moved on beyond that? No, I never think about that. I'm very thankful for the baseball career that I have had. And I think a lot of times if you stay consumed with that, your identity will be just being a baseball player or just being a football player or just being a basketball player, whatever it is, or whatever kind of sports you play or entertainment you're in. You can, you, you can stay in that one place and you can never get past that. You know, to be able to cross over into real life and become a different person and really enjoy the person that you are. The joy of my life is 
is loving the Lord and, and being a minister of the gospel and, and helping people and, you know, going to different places. I go, I get, get a chance to go behind, you know, maximum security prisons and preach to men that are lost and broken. And, you know, it's just a joy to be able to do those type of things. If I, if I was still thinking about baseball, I'd be probably like a lot of other guys being on coaching or being on television talking about the game. But, I, you know, I did that before, and I, I realized that that wasn't for me. I realized that it was something better for me, something greater for me. And then I got into ministry, and then I realized that the impact that I would have on people's lives would be far greater than what I have on a, hitting a home run and fans cheering because it would help somebody else be able to find the right direction in life and find salvation for themselves, which is eternal. You know, everything else is, is meaningless. You know, it's just a part of this life here that we go through. And can you get past that? And I was able to be able to get past all those particular things. And now, you know, I have the greatest gift, which God has given me his spirit to be able to go out and minister and, and help a younger generation of people hopefully find their identity and the right identity because we're looking at our young people. They've been distracted. They're antisocial social media driven. They're putting guns in their hands. They're using all kinds of drugs. They're killing You got kids killing kids. Don't know what they are. You know, it's just sad to see uh, because a society has not given them, you know, some biblical principles to help them be encouraged by faith, be able to live a different way. So have you talked and, and counseled and ministered with uh, with other big league players? Is that part of the work you do? Um, have have any just come to you and asking asking for advice or anything like that? Has that happened? Well, that's a really good question. I, I don't go around the, the sports or, uh, arenas or any kind of arenas like that to, you know, talk about those particular things. Um, I think, you know, a lot of them watch me and they – question it they question well is it for real let's see how long it'll last and it's so funny bob they've been saying that forever and i've been doing it for 20 years now and they're still waiting for me to come back so <laughs> obviously they don't realize how real it is and how serious i am about you know my ministry and and, and the call that's up on my life uh, to do the work of the lord and help people uh there's no going back for me uh there's no going back i mean of course i get an opportunity to go around it um, this past year when I got a chance to go to the spring training, you know, for the match, you know, it's the first time I've been back in the uniform and I'm God knows how long since, you know, being on the field with those guys and seeing, and seeing them work towards a goal to try to win the championship. But you know, my, my place is not being in the baseball uniform, being on the field. My place is being in a pulpit preaching and helping the multitude of people. Well, Daryl, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show and talking about uh, your faith and your ministry, and uh, you'll be at the uh, at the church tomorrow night, the Eastminster Presbyterian, uh, seven o'clock. Tickets still available. Go to the Eastminster uh, www.eastminster.org. Limited number of tickets to see Daryl Strawberry. And before I let you go, I'm a Cardinals fan, and I remember seeing you hit a home run in Bush Stadium, the old Bush Stadium off the scoreboard in right center field. Do you remember that? 1985, a hanging breaking ball for Ken Daly. <laughs> we would win that ball game go. one to nothing. No, they always remind that me, because I live in St. Louis now, so they always remind me that I broke their clock. Yeah, that that's one of the most amazing home runs I've ever seen. So I just wanted to see if you remembered it. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. Daryl, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on. Okay.
God bless you guys. All right. You bet. Daryl Strawberry, our guest. Again, he'll be at Eastminster Church tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.